Hello? How do I start tutoring? Anyone there? Hi, welcome to Teens Tutoring, a podcast show where I take you through every step you need to start tutoring from scratch as a teenager. So, before the class starts, you should have discussed these elements with the parent of the child that you're tutoring. So, things that you should have discussed are the start time and the finish time, the days of the week that you're available to tutor. I usually recommend starting by only tutoring on the weekends and then considering if you can gradually put more hours and tutor after school how much you will be paid and whether it will be paid weekly monthly or after every lesson what are their expectations so the expectations of the parent really matter because that's why they're paying you is because they want you to help their child reach their expectations so do they want the student to finish homework with the tutor's help do they want extra exercises worksheets or solutions for the tougher problems given in school what exactly are they looking for from you after that, you should discuss what the student needs to bring to class, so textbook, notebook, worksheets, any homework. And some tips are the first class should always be a free trial session to make sure that the tutor and the student are comfortable with each other. Sometimes parents will be worried about how the child will adjust to the new teacher and therefore offering a free trial would attract more clients. Along with that, always text the parent an hour before the lesson as a reminder. So let's start with the actual class. So first, assuming that you will tutor at the student's home, arrive on time. This makes a great first impression and shows that you're punctual. And if the tuition is online, make sure that you test the meeting application. So whether that's Zoom or Teams, just make sure that your mic and your camera are working and check your internet as well because you don't want it to be lagging and having a bunch of Wi-Fi problems on the first class. Second, introduce yourself and get to know the child. So this will create a friendly bond between the two of you and make it easier for the child to trust you. And you want to break the ice so you can talk about the subjects that both of you are interested in, any favorite hobbies. Then if you know their interests, you can also use them in your explanations, making it more relatable. So for instance, one of my students really likes carrots. So for a math problem, I said Tom has 15 carrots and he has to divide them equally between three of his friends. How many carrots does each friend get? So this made the student pay more attention, possibly because the question is about something that they enjoy. You should also talk about class behavior and attitude. So just things, basic things that you expect from the child. For example, to not be disrespectful, to behave and listen to you when you're talking and their preferred learning style. So for example, some students are visual learners, meaning that they want more visual like images, charts, tables, graphs, things like that. Some students are audio learners, meaning that they learn more from like videos and audio sources. So you just want to talk about that and make sure that you're teaching them in a way that fits their learning style. So you should just cover this during your first lesson and just spend around five to 10 minutes on this. Thirdly, slowly ease into the topic of the day with a YouTube video or a story. You do not want to intimidate the student by diving right into practice questions. Try to introduce the topic and explain its relevance and key components. After that, I recommend showing a video or a demonstration of the topic, ensuring that you still have the student's attention. So I usually show YouTube videos that are around five to 10 minutes long at this step. This is how I cover the main idea of the topic with some examples. So animations and videos are a great way to make the lesson fun and engaging while making sure that the student can understand the topic. I I often use the video as a presentation or a conversation guide so when there's a bunch of text I pause it and explain to the student in my own words what it means. 
Last, just make sure that they were paying attention so you could, at the end of the video, ask them questions such as, what did you understand from the video? Is there anything that you didn't fully understand? And revisit the parts that need to be clarified. The fourth step is to expand on the topic. Now that the videos are done, you can dive deeper into the topic. Go over the key concepts that were explained in the video and summarize them in four to five sentences. The internet will be your best friend and you wanna use all the sources you can from there. This step usually takes around 15 to 20 minutes. After that, let them practice independently. Once they've clarified any doubts about the topic and you've solved some questions, let them practice on their own. I typically like to give the student a worksheet that has practice problems with increasing level of difficulty. Then I encourage the student to solve the problems with speed and agility, so I like to time them. And you have to approach this carefully because if you just say, okay, 10 minutes, and if you don't finish this, I'm gonna yell at you, the student's gonna be scared. So you have to tell the student, are you ready for a challenge? You now have 10 minutes to complete as many problems as you can. Don't give them a set number of problems that they have to complete. Instead, just tell them to complete as many as they can because this is gonna put less pressure on them, but they're gonna try and do their best, which is what you want. While you make sure that the student is working as fast as possible, you also wanna confirm that they're solving it accurately and that the questions are actually correct. So don't interrupt or help them during this part of the lesson. You wanna assess how much the student has independently understood and whether they would be able to solve the questions independently at school during a test or for homework. Six, give them feedback. Once the time is up, take their notebook or worksheet and correct it using a red pen. Explain any questions that they got wrong, show them the steps and the method to the solution. Step seven is the wrap up. So you should end the lesson with an educational game regarding the topic if you have time. And the last step to ending your perfect lesson is to make sure that you're talking to the parents about what the student is good at, what the student is struggling in and how you've helped, how many questions and worksheets were solved, then you can conclude the conversation by asking when they would like the next class to be scheduled. With these eight simple steps, your first class will be ready for success. Good luck, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.